Hello and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, November 25th, 2018. Let's take a look at who's having the funnies together, shall we? Well, it is Thanksgiving weekend, uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving, so it's a uh, it's an exciting time. We got special family here. Uh, of course, my co-host M is here. How you doing, M? Good. And and my mom's here. So how you doing, mom? Doing great. Good morning. See, and she's here because she enjoys talking about the comics as much as it, she has no idea what we're doing. So this will be this will be fun. Uh, we we had uh, Thanksgiving, and I think the best part about Thanksgiving is we had to we had to go to a family gathering. And we took a dish. We were told to bring a dish, and. Uh, we ended up, um, my wife ended up getting some uh, sweet potato casserole from, from a store. And when she brought it to the gathering, and it was a gathering of about 100 people, it was approximately the size of one sweet potato. So uh, the whole family really enjoyed that, didn't they, him? Why are you complaining about that again? <laughs> because it's I will funny. tell mom. Well, she doesn't listen to the show, so she won't know. Don't worry about it. I will tell her. Still. All right, all right, all right. But anyway, it was good to be around family and uh, thankful for what and all there, too. All right, cool. All right, uh, let's get in and dive into the comics here. Our first comic of the day is The Born Loser by Art and Chip Sansom. In this episode, The Born Loser is walking with his son, um, and he's saying, what a, what a great day for a walk, and hey, look at that, there's some geese. Geese get together in a V formation and fly south for the winter, and the son goes, well, how do they know how to do that? And The Born Loser goes, well... That's one of nature's marvels. Uh, year in, year out, the geese instinctively know it's time to fly south together. And then the sun goes, no, no, no. I mean, how do they know how to form into a V? They can't even spell. <laughs> the joke, the joke. You see, the joke here is that uh, it's a V formation, but the geese aren't literally making a V because they don't, I mean, geese don't know English, right? Uh, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, but they they just do that. They just exactly it's instinct. They just yeah, they just do. Do you get it? But they're not really drawing a, a. It's funny because the geese aren't actually making a V. It's just a natural V <laughs> shape. Does that make sense, Mom? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. All right, our next comic of the day is Arlo and Janice. In this episode. Uh, Arlo and Janice's cat, who is blue for some reason, is like scratching at the couch. And what is it saying where he's scratching? Pick, pick, pick. He's just picking at the uh, at the couch there. So, And then Arlo gets mad and goes, hey, Ludwig. The cat's name is Ludwig, apparently. Stop that. How many times do I have to tell you to knock it off? And then Arlo is very angry. And he goes, you know what? Sometimes I just wish we had a dog. And then the next panel, there's a guy we've never seen before <laughs> yelling at a dog. It has torn up his couch. And the dog has got an old goofy look on his face. And the couch is all torn up and there's cotton stuffing just shooting out of it. The dog's wagging his tail and the guy's like, ah! The joke here is that dogs can destroy couches just like cats can. Maybe, maybe even worse. That's that's funny because, you know, the grass is always greener and the couch is always cleaner on the other, other side. Her next comic of the day is Nancy. Uh, you like Nancy, Mom? Uh, do I have to say that? Do I have to answer that question? I'm not overly fond of her. <laughs> okay, well, you're allowed to plead the fifth on Nancy if you want okay, to. Okay, I just plead the fifth. All okay, right, yeah, you, you, you're not required to incriminate yourself in the court of Nancy. Uh, anyway, Nancy, <laughs> now by Olivia James. 
um, it, it, which is who is new. Which we we we've we've left the era of uh, you know Gilcrest and uh, Bushmiller. We're now in the Olivia James era. In this episode, Aunt Fritzy has a cornucopia sitting on her table. You know, like a horn of plenty. You remember those from last yeah. week? Yeah. You, you know, and it's, and it's filled with what? What's in there? Fruit. Yeah, a bunch of fruit. Uh, grapes and oranges and pears. And she goes, Nancy, I, I filled a cornucopia with nutri- nutritional snacks. And then we cut to later. And how do we know it's later? Because it says later it, in this, like, yellow box. There's a box that says later. <laughs> and the cornucopia is gone. And Aunt Fritzy goes, well, well, I guess Nancy must finally be developing a taste for healthy food. But then outside the window, we see Nancy with the cornucopia taking it to an ice cream truck, hoping that, I guess, what, that she's going to fill the uh, cornucopia with ice cream and have a big old ice cream cone, huh? Yeah. That's funny, but right? The, yeah, but um, she doesn't see it. Right, Aunt Fritzy doesn't see that. that. Yeah, She's so. like, she thinks that she ate it all, but actually it's just like, she just, like, probably, I don't know what she did with the fruit, but then she just <laughs> went outside. That's all right. She just went outside. She probably just threw the fruit away, don't you think? I probably think she did. She's a smart girl. Ice cream truck. Cornucopia <laughs> full of ice cream. That's a lot of ice cream, boy. You guys you guys are on the ball on this one. All right. But that's why it's funny because uh, she didn't eat the fruit. She's just getting the bunch of an unhealthy amount of ice cream. Our next comic of the day is The Argyle Sweater by Scott Hilburn. And remember, The Argyle Sweater is not the far side. In this episode, there's a fish. I believe it's a tuna. Yeah, it's a tuna fish who's at like a pulpit, and there's an open can of tuna fish next to it, and it's a funeral. Okay, and so uh, the the guy who's reading, who I guess he's wearing a tie, so I don't know what I don't know if he's an officiant or I don't know what's going on. And he says, and if there's a silver lining to this, though, Gil's fate was sealed. Although Gil's fate was sealed, Annie freed herself from the mesh enclosure and got away. And uh, one of the other fish goes. Annie got free, but I thought you said Gil was caught with a net. Ooh. A net. See, see, a net is what catches a fish, but a net is also a woman's name. And so when somebody said they thought that Gil was caught with a net, he was caught with a net, but he wasn't with the a fish named a net. Get it? Yes, but it's not really funny. That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. You <laughs> you can't argue with that. All right, our next comic of the day. You having fun over there, Mom? Oh, yeah, for sure. Good, good. Just, you know, feel free to chime in anytime you, you, you want. I might. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, our, ne- our next comic of the day is Pickles by Brian Crane. We always do pickles, don't we? In this episode, Mr. Pickles is talking to his dog, Roscoe. And Roscoe, he goes, Hey, Roscoe, why are you following me? He just keeps sniffing at me. What, what's Roscoe doing? How do we know he's sniffing? Sniff, sniff. It says sniff, sniff coming up off, off Roscoe's nose. And Mrs. Pickles goes, You know, they say dogs can detect cancer. Uh, apparently they can smell cancer cells. And Mr. Pickles goes, Wow, that, that really could be a lifesaver. And then the dog's sniffing at him furiously. And uh, and Mr. Pickles says, uh, Uh-oh, you, you don't think that... And then he pulls something out of his pocket and goes, ah, how about that? It's a red lifesaver. <laughs> see, 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 the li- lifesaver is a type of, of candy. It's a round candy with a hole in it. But it's, so when they say that he could have been a lifesaver, he was talking that the dog could literally save a life. But in fact, the dog found a lifesaver 
can't candy. Get it? It's a deep. It's kind of funny. It's deep and kind of funny. That's uh, <laughs> there you go. That's 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 pickles in a nutshell. It's deep and kind of funny. All right, our next comic of the day is The Wizard of Is by Mastro Aini and Parker and Hart. It's hard. It takes three people to do The Wizard of Is. In this episode, there's a turkey going gobble gobble, and then someone yells "hush," and the turkey falls down. That, that's it. That's the pre-joke. Somebody yells at a turkey, which okay, great. And the, I don't know. That's it. I mean, look, the turkey just. It's funny to me. Why is it funny to you? I don't know. Okay, well, it's kind of funny. It just goes gobble gobble, and then somebody yells "hush," and the turkey flips upside down. <laughs> scared or something. It's weird. Okay. Then okay. Then we cut to the actual bit, and the wizard of uh, the, the, somebody opens their eyes and sees the king looking at him, and he goes, and the, it's the wizard, and he goes, "Hey, where am I?" And he goes, the king says, "You're you've been in a hospital for days, for three days. Um, you know, hey, what happened to you?" And the, the wizard says, the "Last thing I remember is eating a lot of turkey." And the doctor says, "Seems like it's the world's first trip to Fancoma." <sighs> All right. The joke here is that. Turkey has something in it called tryptophan that supposedly makes you sleepy. And the wizard, he ate so much turkey, he went into a coma for three three days. See? I get it. Do you? Yeah. Do you? I do. I, I get it. Okay. Well, I'm waiting for Can you explain the coma? Go ahead. Uh, What's a coma? Okay, well, you get it. I mean, the the turkey. He ate so much turkey, he went. He fell asleep for three days, and that's uh, that's the joke there. Well, we're getting a lot of medical information this week. I don't know. All right. Okay. Okay. Our next comic is Tom Wilson Ziggy. In this episode, Ziggy is fishing. All right. He's on a beach with a sign that says "Public Beach," which is, and then there's a fence, and next to the is a sign that says "Private Beach, No Fishing." Okay. So poor Ziggy is. Is he's fishing on the public beach, and we can see under the water. And there's what's the what's going on there? Like there's like these bunch of fish, just like a square of fish. It's like this game of fish. It's a gang of school of fish. Yeah, school of fish. And, and but they see they're on the side of the beach that with the sign that says no fishing, and there are no fish where it says you can go fishing, because it turns out. Fish don't want to be eaten. All right, our next comic of the day is Mother Goose and Grimm. In this episode, okay, in this episode, Peter Pan is at a diner or, or he's at a restaurant. It looks like, and there's a there's a taco flying next to him that says "Buenos Dias, Senor." So it's a flying taco next to Peter Pan, right? And what is this? What does the little word say? Peter Pan and Taco Bell. <laughs> right, and the, so it's Peter Pan and Taco Bell. So what's the joke there? That they mean like an actual. They like Taco Bell is a restaurant, but they put a taco like it can talk. Right. Because of Taco Bell. And who is Peter Pan's friend usually? Tinker Bell. Tinker Bell, not Taco Bell. See, and so he's at the Taco Bell. It's like a, it's like a taco. Get it? Yeah, you see. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a flying taco. Oh, oh, oh. It's a flying taco. So <laughs> it's very, fu- it's very funny. Santa Claus is amused by Taco Bell. Oh, hey, all right. Our next guy. We're gonna. I'm not gonna do that one. Our next <laughs> next comic of the day is is Crankshaft, and this okay. 
All right, by Batty Uck and Davis. In this episode, uh, Crankshaft's daughter says, hey, what do you think about all these studies that football can cause brain damage? And then Crankshaft goes, I think the only that only happens if you watch more than seven games in a, in a week. Whoa. That, that's the pre-joke. And the joke there is that... Uh, is that they're making fun of traumatic injuries that have been affecting NFL players uh, with a dumb joke. So that's hilarious there that we're making light of that. You know, that's just so bad. I'm going to not finish the, the strip. Shame on you, Crankshaft, for for making fun of that. Yes, Mother, you're you're correct. That's, I agree, too. We all agree. This, this week's award of shame goes to Crankshaft. Shame, Crankshaft. Shame. We we don't have the we don't have that Game of Thrones shame bell, but I bet we could edit shame. it in. But it might change. We, oh, you think somebody else might get it? It might change. Yeah. It it might. Uh, okay. Well, our next comic of the day. Let's see if it's a contender for the shame bell. Is High and Lois in this episode? Uh, Lois says it's beginning to look, and this takes three panels for her to say this. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and she's excited. But but High is not exciting because I'm just not getting into the Christmas spirit. And she goes, well, I'll fix that. And so she, she plays some Christmas music. She makes some Christmas cookies. And can you, you see, here's, here's a favorite thing from cartoons. The, the little smell lines are going from the cookies into his nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he smells he's like, the Christmas. And he's like smiling, sniffing it. Yeah, because it, it smells delightful. <laughs> we need to get your mom to make some Christmas cookies, by the way. Uh, there's an early Christmas present. Um, and then finally, old high is really in the spirit and he's wearing a Santa hat and he goes, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. And the kids go, ah, knock it off, dad. You can't stay this jolly for a whole month. The joke here is that, uh, kids is that kids are, uh, I don't know. They're grumps. You guys, you kids are all grumpy. Stop being grumpy. We aren't grumpy. Well, some are. Are you? No. Uh, Okay. Well, what not grumpy. She's not grumpy. Okay, I'm, I'm like getting, I'm getting ganged up here. She's jolly. She is much like High, High and Lois. He, she can be jolly for the next month. Uh, Christmas coming up, pretty exciting. Yep. All right, our next comic of the day is ah, it's the family. All right, the family circus by Bill Keen. I don't, I don't know why you two are getting happy because this is awful. It's, uh, it's my favorite. It is not your favorite. Uh, it is. You you are grounded if you keep that up. Well, it is my favorite. All right, no Christmas for you. <laughs> All right, this is one. This is one of the. This is even worse because it's one that's called Grandma's quotes, and it's the grandmother who has the 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 bushy like a racer head hair and no eyes. It's that mother, the grandmother. She's and she to me she looks like a mean lady. She's probably not. She was probably delightful. She's fictional, but but nonetheless. Anyway, here are some grandma's quotes. So they're putting up a like a oh, oh this this is like okay. They're putting up Christmas ornaments and stuff, and uh, Jeffy says, "Grand Grandma says when we're putting away the Christmas trip things, we shouldn't put away the Christmas spirit with them." Oh my. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Do you think this one gets the shame award? N- this one. Look, let me just get through this one and let us get through this. Let us all get through this one alive, and then we'll we'll deal with it. Because there's two more grandma's quotes here, and th- I mean that one. Could they be worse than that one? I'd like to say no, but who's to say? 
Our next one is grandma's holding holding little little Jeffy and she says, Growing old doesn't bother me. I have to put the emphasis on growing. Because I I mean, you shrink as you get older because of, you know, osteoporosis generally. But I guess she's talking about she's putting on weight or something. I don't... Whatever. It's awful. Uh, And then, okay, now this one, Dolly. Dolly is talking to Grandma. And Dolly says, man, hey, Grandma, did they really have inkwells when you were growing up? Or did they just make that up? Okay, that in and of itself, fine. But then in Dolly's head... We see what she's a thinking in that little noggin of hers. And in it, she's got an image of a kid cranking a well, like with a bucket on a rope. And in, and in a bucket is, is, a, is ink. So, like, there's an inky blackness coming from the earth in a bucket that, like, they would, that Jack and Jill would go up the hill to fetch. And that's what she thinks an ink well was, but because she doesn't know things. And that's the. It's a- water well it's a exact it's a water well but it's, it's a wishing well. it's a wishing i'm wishing well i'm wishing that i did not read this week's family circus because it's awful but you know what we we just because we're going to end the family circus doesn't mean we have to put away the spirit of the family circus and so we can all be bitter and horrible for the next week until the next time around oh my finally today handicap is drunk this program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at HowlingMonkeyRadio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at HowlingMonkeyRadio.com. Hey,